on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Frisella, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have... Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. This is cruise the internet. That's what CTI stands for. This is where we put up topics on the screen. Uh, we talk about what's going on in the world. We talk about and speculate on what we think is true, what we think is not true, and what we think it means for us, and then what we can do to be a solution to the problems going on in this country and world. Uh, other times you tune in, we have Q&AF. Q&AF is your question and answer show. That's where you get to submit questions and I give you the answers. That show is uh, anything you want, whatever you want to ask. And you could submit your questions a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you can go on YouTube, now that we're on YouTube, and uh, drop in the uh, Q&AF episode and ask your questions in the comments. Uh, don't forget to click subscribe. Other times you tune in, we're going to have Real Talk. Real Talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you uh, some knowledge that I think the world needs to hear. And then we have uh, 75 Hard Verses. 75 Hard Verses is basically we bring on people who have done the 75 Hard program or the Live Hard program. We talk about what they learned, what they gained, how they suffered, and uh, ultimately how it improved their lives and how it can improve your lives as well. For those of you that don't know, I did create the Live Hard program. 75 Hard is a part of that program. You can get that program for free at episode 208 on the audio feed. It's not on YouTube. Um, it's a, the world's most significant mental toughness program that's ever been created, period. Uh, if you want to get better, if you want to find things in yourself like confidence, grit, fortitude, self-esteem, self-belief, the ability to persevere, the ability to adhere to plans that you lay out before yourself, which if you're honest with yourself, that's where you fail at. It's not that you don't have a plan. It's that you can't follow the plan. If you want to fix that. And think about how that would fix your life. How would that fix your life? What if you could never, ever, ever fail a plan that you set out for yourself? How successful would you be? How different would your life look? It would look a lot different. So go do the Live Hard program. Uh, it's episode 208 on the audio. Uh, the media hates it. The tyrants hate it. The World Economic Forum hates it. Everybody fucking hates it that hates us, which means, as you know, that you should do it. <laughs> all right. So that's that. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. And we have a fee. If you like the show, if you think it's good, if it's a message that needs to be heard, listen, man, I can't do social media. They censor me. They censor the show. You guys have to share the word. All right. This is why this is set up this way. So I don't run ads on the show. I don't take money from people who are going to tell me what to say. Um, and I ask that you share the messages out. And it's very simple. If the show's good, if it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, it gives you a new perspective, if it teaches you something, if you think it's a conversation other people should hear, please share the show. All right? It's a big deal. So don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. So, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Good. I'm, dude, I'm still a little drowsy, man. I had a bad day yesterday. I had a bad day, too. Did you? Yeah. So, I had Joe over to my house. Right, yeah. And, yeah, you weren't invited, and I'm yeah. going to tell you why. Well, I'm, I'm I was going to invite you, Uh huh. but the first thing Joe said to me when he sat down at, at my house, uh -huh. we lit up a couple... Awesome s'mores, fat bottom Betty cigars. No, s'mores were after that. Oh, okay, but um, he said to me, you know, back when I was producing Platinum Records, which Joe's produced a bunch, 
People don't know that Joe has this talent, okay? And he's very skilled and he's also very smart. He sat down to me and he said, you know, I'm surprised you don't have any honky ball in here. <laughs> and I said, Joe, what the fuck is honky ball? And he yeah. goes, oh, it goes ping pong. Ping pong, yeah. So, so I learned yesterday that black people, some black people, <laughs> no, call ping pong honky ball. I've never called it that a day in my life. How come you look guilty when I don't we know, asked you if you knew about it? I actually don't know anybody that's ever called it. Really? Yeah. I don't think that's a real thing. I think we should start calling it that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shit's funny as fuck. Dude, I, I, I don't, I've never heard it called that. I don't know. Anyway, I, I was offended, uh -huh. so I didn't invite you. Oh, so you were, okay. Yeah. Got and it. then we had s'mores. Got it. Well, we put our white outfits on and everything. <laughs> Dude, I should have had a fucking white outfit on yesterday. I got fucking stung. I attacked my bees. Bro, you look like Will Smith in that. From Pitch? Yes. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. yeah, bro, it was bad, man. I didn't. So I didn't know that bees, like I knew bees make like beehives, right? But you always see bro, them Bro, can we settle something real quick, though? What? what? Can you guys let us know in the comments? Like, <laughs> honky ball? Do you, have you guys ever heard of honky ball? Is that a real thing? <laughs> Is that a secret code that we don't know about? Bro, why people ain't even good at ping pong, bro? Everybody knows, like, fucking Asians fucking kill it on, on fucking ping pong. That's a fact. That sounds racist. Oh, I mean, one can be racist and true at the same time. That's fair. So. So, tell us. Is this a real <laughs> thing? Because if it is, if it's not, it should be. It should be. <laughs> Honky Ball <laughs> National Tournament. Oh my God! So what happened to you, dude? Yeah, dude, no, I was cutting grass. You Some know, racist bees got you, bro. They fucking they they jumped up out of nowhere. They they burrowed, bro. They had like an underground nest. And I didn't even know bees did that. I knew like there was some species of wasp and shit that does that. But, um, dude, I got fucking stung like right here on my. It's still fucking swole. It was worse yesterday. So what um, what did you do to them? I didn't do anything. I was just mowing the grass. Oh, that's what they all say. Yeah, I, I didn't I, do anything. I was just minding my own business. Listen, just I'm just trying to. I'll be out here, you know. Just, you know, be a good black neighbor. Keep my shit together. And these racist bees came out and got like, you. They fucking got me, bro. Out the ground, bro. I thought it was like Vietnam or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was bad. But then but then I made it worse, though, because I tried to take the lawnmower and put it over the hole, <laughs> thinking that, like, I'm you know, going to get these motherfuckers. You know how I know, know that you grew up in the city, bro? What? <laughs> because you were the only... That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You ever heard the phrase stirring up the hornet's nest? Yeah, I mean, that's what, but these are bees. I thought it was different. I got, bro, I swear, what, do you I think thought it's I was like. Do you think it's different still? Yes. No, no, yeah, not now. Right. No, but like, I swear, I thought I was like fucking like, I was like, I was smiling over the fucking hole and then they fucking start coming. Came like, out. How the fuck do they go around the blade? Like, it didn't make sense to me. Um, so two Benadryls later, I'm, I'm still kind of fucked up. Bro, did up. you like run through the yard, like trying to get them off you and shit? Dude, listen, I still got it. I still got it. Yeah, the dancing? I'm a little athletic, yeah, man. Yeah. I still got it, for sure. Well, I, I, I thought I was going to die. <sighs> so Your ear was swollen. It's pretty bad. It, it really did look like Hitch the movie. Yeah, it was pretty bad, yeah. man. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm okay now. You know, I'm sure I'll be fine. But yeah, it was just, man, I, I, I kind of fuck with bees. Yeah. That was my first time ever being stung, too. Really? Yeah, ever. Yeah, 28 years. Damn, dude. Well. So, but, uh, but yeah, speaking of bees, though, I got something up here. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Um, speaking of bees, did you see this? Vegan raw food diet influencer dies of starvation. What fucking publication is this? New York Post. Yeah, well, this could be total bullshit. <laughs> okay, this person could have died 
just of anything. And they could be saying it's starvation. Like they have no, listen, real talk. I mean, she does look pretty thin. <laughs> she, she looks pretty thin, but like, I'm being real. Like I don't, you can't trust it. No. And you don't know that the vegan diet killed her. Like, bro, look, real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just tried to fucking hammer me for telling people to drink fucking water. You're right. Right. Okay. So like, we have to be real. Like, did she die of the vegan diet or did she die because she had an eating disorder? Because mm. she looks like she probably has anorexia. Yeah. You know, which, bro, that shit is no it's joke. It's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real thing. I don't know, man. I just saw this. I thought it was crazy. Yeah. This uh, vegan influencer, Zana Samsonova, has recently died of starvation after subs uh, subsisting exclusively off a diet of exotic fruit in Malaysia, according to her friends and family. She was 39 years of age. Now, uh, the Russian national who f uh, frequently promoted raw foods on social media where she was known to her millions of viewers on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram as Zana Dart uh, reportedly died uh, July 21st after finally seeking medical treatment during a tour in Southeast Asia, according to local media outlets. Quote, a few months ago in Sri Lanka, she already looked exhausted with swollen legs, uh, oozing lymph. Uh, one unidentified friend told Newsflash, quote, they sent her home to seek treatment. However, she ran away again. When I saw her, and Paquette, yeah. I was horrified. Yeah, dude, this is a this is a mental this is a real mental eating disorder. Like it's a it's people don't understand how destructive eating disorders actually are. Well, people always think like problems are like with people who are overweight and not understanding that there's there, there's some legitimate issues on the other end of that spectrum. No, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot, and people 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 die just as much from being starving themselves and anorexia as you do from like just being a fucking four seven hundred pound person. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying, like. It's sad. And I, I know some people who have struggled with this in, in real life. Uh, one of my friends from college went through this and uh, she was in the hospital for over a year because she was bulimic and she got to the point where she would uh, throw up <clears throat> and it, there was no like you, we, you and I think make yourself throw up, like gag yourself, stick your fingers in your throat and shit. But like these people, what happens is, uh, and what, well, I don't know if this, I'm not an expert in this, but what happened to her was she got to a point where she couldn't keep any food down. Mm. And every time she would eat, she would throw up. And so like, dude, it made her super fucking sick. She got real skinny. And people usually think when they think bulimia, they think like chubby people that struggle with overeating and binging. Um, but when they get to a certain point and progress to a certain point, they end up losing a bunch of weight because their body can't take in any food. Yeah. It's well, very dangerous. Damage to like the esophagus with the stomach yeah. acids. I mean, there's a lot of issues that come with that. And look, dude, we can split hairs on, on, I mean, go back to the headline here. This is sad. This is, this bothers me because, you know, this is another example of these fucking assholes in the media pointing at something that really isn't the point. Mm -hmm. The point here is this woman's sick. She's got an eating disorder. I can, you could tell from looking at her. I mean, maybe, maybe she didn't, mm -hmm. but it fucking is pretty clear that she did. Yeah. Um, and they're blaming a vegan diet. There's lots of people who are vegans and, and dude, you could split hairs. You can say, you know, the vegan diets, not as healthy. I personally believe that I've seen enough evidence scientifically to show that there's still people who do it for ethical reasons. Like they don't want to fucking kill animals. I can respect that. Mm -hmm. It may not be the ideal program and it, and it may not be the healthiest program. And, and if you guys remember, if you listen to me long enough, I used, when this thing all came on back in like 14, 15, 16, 17, I was very critical of the vegan 
uh, movement because it's not as healthy. They were trying to sell it as health, right? And it's not health, but there is a there is a cause for it for ethical reasons, and I can respect that. Yeah. And um, so like all you diet zealots out there, you know, you're going to say, oh, vegan diets unhealthy. I agree with you. I think it is. But there's people that have beliefs and they yeah. stand by those beliefs. I can actually respect that sort of effort. There's lots of people who live on a vegan diet that don't fucking die. Most of them don't. Most of them are pretty healthy. They might be deficient in certain things, but they're not like- And they supplement those other areas. Yes. They're yeah. not like this woman. Yeah. And so like this headline is just another example of fear-mongering shit. Like, bro, these people literally, like, I want you to really think about what's happened here, like on this show. For years and years and years, I've been telling you how the media lies and the media targets people that start to get a voice. They attacked me in real time as I'm showing you this for telling y'all to drink water. Like you guys should really think about that. Yeah. You should, the, the main point, and by the way, they're, they're guilty of defamation because there's facts that were unknown about that situation with 75 hard from last CTI. But the point of this is that they lie like this in every article that you read about every single fucking thing. Left or right. Yes. And this is why you cannot listen to the shit that they tell you to get upset about. This is why you cannot let yourself be outraged when they tell you to be outraged. You don't know what the truth is. They're willing to completely lie about it and make shit up. And that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. And this is another example. This woman here, and I, you know, I don't know what the article says, but she didn't die from vegan diet. She died because she's anorexic and has a mental, mental disorder that's causing her to be anorexic. And it's fucking sad. You know, yeah. like, the, and this is a, just another like clickbait agenda thing for them to get hot on. Mm -hmm. It's whatever, dude. Yeah, it's real shit, man. It's real shit. I just thought that was interesting to come up, man. Um, and uh, yeah, this CTI. Yeah, I got some good shit for you, cool. guys. Remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyfacella.com. You can find them there, or you can also, uh, if you're on YouTube, check down in the description below, and you find them linked there as well. Dude, the main point I want to make on this is like, bro, consider what they're telling you. And this is, this goes for any media source. This go any, all the, there's, bro, I was on the phone with Eric Schmidt today, okay? United States Senator. By the way, he'll be on the show on Thursday for Friday's release. I saw that. Okay, so <clears throat> we're gonna talk about free speech. We were talking about the media today because I was asking him about uh, some business that I'm going to handle with these media outlets. You understand? Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was wondering, okay, well, how should I build this certain business to get what I'm going to get from them, mm -hmm. which is a lot of fucking money. Um, and we got on this topic of how they lie, manipulate and, and, and just fucking make shit up. And dude, this was not like people who like you guys who are listening, who are like 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, you guys don't remember it being any other way, but it used to not be this way. Like it, these people did not just make up stories. There used to be independent journalists inside these organizations that did stories that were like, you know, things that they thought were important. Now they've corralled all these young journalists. They're not journalists anymore. And just like Gina said on the last show, they're dictating to them what they can and can't write. 
So the media that we have is not even free and fair media at all anymore, no matter where you're listening. Yeah. It's a bunch of people that are corralled and then forced to write things along the agenda that's acceptable in that organization. And that is not news. That's manipulation. Yeah, see, I, I challenge it. I don't, I don't think, like now knowing what we know now, I don't, I don't think there's ever been a time in media or journalism where it's been like, com like truly free and accurate. I think the difference is now is because we are in this digital age and we have, you know, there's shows like Real AF where you can counter the narrative, the spread of information, like it's more instant now. Whereas like back then, remember, like there was no way to really counter any of that narrative. That's not what I'm saying. I know because I was an adult. I was, an, I was 20 years old in 2001. Yeah. Okay. I was 21, actually. The, I, I, I remember watching the news. There was reporters like Chris Hansen mm -hmm. who would do these investigative, actual, real stories. And by the way, that one was on pedophilia. Where the fuck did that go? Yeah. Where's that story now? Right. Okay. But, but my point is there are reporters, there were reporters in the media that reported actual news. You're saying, what you're saying, I think, is that, there was always a narrative that be pushed. That, Correct. that they pushed out. I agree with that. Correct. Yeah. But within the media, they have eliminated the independent journalism and created just one big propaganda now it's all machine. Push. Yes. I see what you're yeah. so, yeah. so I'm not arguing that it wasn't always uh, a, a, an agenda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. let's be real, dude. Like this idea that we go around the country to fucking fight in the name of freedom is total or around the world and fight bullshit. Yeah. We go around the world. We send our fucking troops. We fight for globalist agendas. That's why the rest of the countries fucking hate our military. We are the iron fist in a white glove that's red, white, and blue <laughs> that, that goes around. They get us all riled up about this patriotic stuff and they go around and, and, we, and we do the dirty work for NATO and the globalist agenda across the globe. And this is why you're seeing a lot of anti-American movement in all these other countries. They understand that we're fragile right now, so they're unifying. They, Bro, listen, they hope we become a third world country. Yeah. Like, real talk. And our administration is a, 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 helping them do that. And I mean, dude, there's an argument to say that that's the reason why we've been doing that is to get to this exact point. Correct. <laughs> but the agenda has always been that. Like, yeah. They're, they have used people and the belief in what America should stand for to get them to go fight in places that we should never be mm -hmm. for causes that should never be a cause for us to fight about that only helps them and it kills our best and brightest people. Mm -hmm. And they do that for a number of reasons. One, it helps their finances, but two, it helps eliminate the strongest, most capable people from society, which keeps them in power. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So whenever, whenever this, this idea of patriotism comes from those people in Washington, D.C., you could bet your ass they got a reason to stir that up mm -hmm. because they don't want that shit high unless they're going to start a war and they need you to go fight it for them. All right? When patriotism comes from people like us from within and we say, this is our country, this is not their country, this is our shit. This is not their shit. That's real patriotism. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the real America that I believe in, that, that we do this show to help hopefully curve culture into a place of that. Yeah. You know, and 
so I agree with you in my point. Like the the fucking media has been super guilty of of getting us to become the useful idiots for these communists at the global level. And they do it in the name of freedom. And you know, that's going to piss some people off, but it's reality. Yeah. Like my my grandfather who was killed in fucking France uh right after D-Day, who was on the beach in D-Day, um you know, they 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 don't tell those people all the all the shit. They just say, "Hey, go over and fight this fucking war because these people are this and this and this and this and this." And that goes for every fucking war that we've ever fought. Yep, fight abroad so we don't have to fight at home. That's right. You know, and like, bro, the, the the days of lying to our American men to go fucking fight these wars should be over. Yeah. This is bullshit. Like, we we can't say, "Oh, we're going to fucking," you know remove power from Saddam Hussein because he's got weapons of mass destruction when he never fucking had them. And then there's no accountability. How many, how many people, how many Iraqi citizens that were innocent died in that? You see what I'm saying? Like, bro, if you just like, were be able to like pull yourself out of like your position as an American and look at it from their perspective, you would see us quite different. Yeah. You know, and, and dude, we, we, the people have to, figure out how to be the real America, not, not this fake America that they're making us to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's real shit, man. It's real shit. Guys, tell us what you think on that conversation. But uh, with that being said, let's get into our first headline. Headline number one. Uh, this is a good one. Right next door to us, brother. Headline number one reads, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker signs law allowing DACA illegal aliens to police Americans. Right across the bridge. Yeah, so interesting uh, topic here. So uh, this is a Breitbart article reading. Uh, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has signed into law a plan that allows foreign nationals with work permits, some of whom are illegal aliens, to become police officers in the sanctuary state. Democrat legislators uh, with a supermajority in the Illinois House and Senate passed legislation in June that opens law enforcement jobs to thousands of illegal aliens enrolled in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, program, as well as thousands of other foreign nationals with work permits from the federal government. Quote, an individual against whom immigration action has been deferred by the United States Citizenship and Immigration Service under the federal DACA process is allowed to apply for the position of police officer, deputy sheriff, or special policemen subject to specified requirements, a summary of the legislation states. Uh, Late last week, Pritzker signed the legislation into law, which takes effect immediately. In the sanctuary state of California, Governor Gavin Newsom has made it possible for illegal aliens to become police officers on the local, county, and state levels. All right, now, for those of you who don't know, um, this is from the United States Citizen and Immigration Service. This is their definition of DACA for those of you that don't know, right? So DACA uh, says on June 15th, 2012, the Secretary of Homeland Security announced that certain people who came to the United States as children and meet several guidelines may request consideration for deferred action for a period of two years subject to renewal. They are also eligible to request work authorization. Deferred action is an exercise of prosecutorial discretion to defer removal action against an individual for a certain period of time. Deferred action does not provide lawful status. Um, Now, to be eligible, they have to be under the age of uh, 31 as of June 15th, 2012. 
um, came to the United States before reaching uh, their 16th birthday, um, have resided in the U.S. since 2007. Like, there's a list, right? And I was I'm like, man, I wonder how many people are actually eligible under the DACA, right? And so far, according to their numbers, there's about uh, half a million people, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this? I have a lot of thoughts. What are your thoughts? Do you know why I pull you over, fool? I mean, like, what do we, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, to me, to have a person, here, here's the thing. Here we, let's talk fundamentals, right? As a police officer, and this is what a lot of people don't, don't get, right? As a police officer, you have the power to literally remove a, an American citizen's rights. And freedom. And freedom. Like, remove At it. your discretion. On your word and your word alone. And I think as an American citizens, that's something that we hold pretty highly. Right? We hold our rights, our freedoms, right? We hold that stuff in pretty high regard. And so as a police officer, to have the power on their word and their word alone to be able to, to, to strip you of those rights, right? To pass that power to someone who does not have those rights is mind-blowing to me, right? And I mean, there's, there's countless of things that go into this. There, I mean, the... the I mean, okay, they go through the same laws and academies, right? But it's like, how, are, how is somebody who does not have the, the, the rights that I have have the right to take the rights that I have? Like, that's a fundamental well, question. It well, doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think the, the, the question that really should be thought about is why would they want that? Hmm. Why, would, why would the government want that? Why would the Democrats want that? Think. Yeah. What, no, really, why would they want it? Yeah. Is it possible that they want it because <clears throat> they realize that people are beginning to lose favor for their thoughts, ideas, and positions, and they need those people to enforce them because they're a statistical minority in this country, meaning the Democrats, the ones in power, Mm -hmm. because that's what they are. And it's not by a little, it's by a lot. It's by a fuck ton. It's by a lot. Dude, when when I have people in my family who are mega far left, I'm talking like mega far left. Like, don't talk to me for 20 years. Write me message on Instagram saying, no, this is, this is wrong. We need to all come together. They're done. Mm-hmm. So these people have been losing power and losing power and losing power. And they don't have anybody to enforce their bullshit. So how do you get someone to enforce their bullshit? Well, you, you take the class of people that you've allowed to come here. And by the way, you've allowed them to come here. You've allowed them to have preference over your own citizens, such as what's happening in the city of Chicago right now. Um, And not only do you let them have it, you tell the people of Chicago who are taxpaying citizens that we have an obligation and a duty to serve these people. All right. These people do not pay taxes here. They are allowed to, to get jobs. And then when they don't pay their tax, nothing happens to them. What happens when an American citizen doesn't pay their tax? Oh, they go to fucking jail. Mm-hmm. Right? Your so it sure does seem like maybe this whole idea that the American citizen is being actually replaced because they don't want to go along with communism is a real thing that's happening. No. And I think you would have to have very low IQ and low common sense and high indoctrination to actually be able to observe the data and see that that's not happening. That is what's happening. And you ask what I thought, here's what I think. This is the first step to them handing the, the, the country over to a third world population that has come here from all these other places and removing 
the quality American citizen, the people who built this fucking country, that's us, okay? That's me, you, all the other people that we've known our whole lives and given preference to this new voter base that will continue to support their mission. And now they're arming them. Mm-hmm. This, honestly, this should scare the fuck out of every single person listening. I wonder how the black communities of Chicago are going to feel about being the people, policed. The, yeah, hold on. Oh, fuck, man. Hold on. The people that they are already fed up with who are harassing them, who are raping them, who are causing crime in their communities on top of the crime that's already happening in their communities, who aren't abiding by any American cultural norms whatsoever. You could say whatever you want about black people and white people. We're pretty much the fucking same in how we do everything. And these motherfuckers coming from all these other places ain't. Okay, and they're fucking with these people's little kids and they're doing all kinds of fucked up shit. Mm -hmm. This is happening. If you're paying attention to what they're saying in Chicago, they just had a meeting on this this past week where like there was one gentleman who stood up and said, dude, we're going to handle this our own way if you don't handle it. Yeah. And I I, I, was fucking amazing. I think he was serious. Um, And I hope they do because it needs to be handled. But. What do they think? What do those people think about? What are they? They already hate the police anyway. So right. now you're going to have some un-American police that don't give a fuck that you're a citizen of this country who don't even care. It's insane. Now it's I do, fucking bro. It's insane. It's insane. Now I do want to have JB Pritzker. Like you, you, they have a super majority. You have, you have a super majority. Okay. That black people are the reason that. Illinois has that supermajority. Mm-hmm. And now the supermajority is making rules for the new protected class, not, not the black communities, the illegal immigrants who shouldn't even be here. They should not even fucking be here to actually impose their will as a police officer on those communities. This ain't going to be good, dude. No. no. Maybe you guys should stop voting for these fucks and wake the fuck up and realize that you've been used and played and now they're done with you and they're throwing you to the side and they're replacing you with these new people. That's what the fuck is happening to black America right it now. Is. It's a great replacement. Now, I mean, now listen, I'm sure there's some bleeding hearts out there, right? That are like, well, no, this is a great thing. You know, okay. I, I, I do. I, I try to be very like, I always try to see, okay, well, what is the counter? What, like, what logical reason is there listen there's none there's none right now now to be fair on the show right like naturalization for an american citizen for for a citizen for a person that wants to become an american citizen it's a process right and there are a few shortcuts that you can use right like one of those things are um is naturalization through military service right where you know citizens who are non-us citizens they can serve in the united states military and they have to serve for at least a year they can be granted citizenship I'm okay with that. I don't really have a problem with that, right? Like that's somebody who's coming to this country that believes in this country, right? They still have to go through all the naturalization, but they decide to serve our country, become a citizen. I don't really have an issue with that. I do. But the difference is, well, I mean, I think the difference is here though. It's like, you know, our military does not, like they don't police our citizens, right? The military is separate from citizens. We're talking, what, what, what this is not talking yet, about here, don't. well, not yet, but what we're talking about here. You're, you're, you're stepping on the landmine that, that is out there mm. inadvertently. Not yet. Mm. What happens when they do start allowing these people to all just join the military because there's no, 
What would solve the recruitment issue in the military right now? Yeah, this is true. And do you think- and We do those, have a lot of military-age males going on. over. Yeah. And do you think that those people would give two fucks about turning on the American public? Mm. See, you're, you're starting to understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Okay. And I have a major issue with them serving in our military for that reason. No, listen, we have rules for a reason. Okay. You guys can say bigot. You could say racist. You could say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. I don't care what the fuck you call me. And by the way, nobody cares what you call people anymore. I don't fucking care. Okay. If we say this is that, and it's a factual statement and it can be proven by fact, and you call me this or that or this, I don't fucking care. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work on me. It doesn't work on the people listening to the show. It doesn't work on anybody. Nobody gives a fuck because you all exhausted all the names. So now we're going to talk in facts and we're going to point out facts. We're going to say who's in charge of what, who's making these decisions, who's doing this. And the people that are doing it are doing it. And unless you can argue that with a factual argument on the other side, your argument is invalid. Yeah, not just a name call. Your name, once you start calling names, you've lost, motherfucker. Okay, I'm done with this crybaby fucking bullshit that these people pull. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm whatever you say I am, bro. Whatever the fuck you I'm say. I'm also right. That's right. <laughs> I want to hear your fucking facts. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah. And bro, we have rules for a fucking reason. Rule, the rules that we have here say that if you're going to come here as a citizen, there's certain things you got to do. You got to go through the immigration process. You got to learn some things about American culture and then pledge to fucking live that way. And then, you know, take the test and you got to become a citizen. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah. So Madat's been through the process. He, am I missing anything or is that it? No, you got it all right. Okay. So are you proud to be an American? Absolutely. Because you fucking earned it. You went through all that process. Now we're allowing all these people who never go through that process to come over here and they don't give two fucks about being American. All right. None of these people should be here. And I don't care what you call me. Call me whatever the fuck you want. Every immigrant should be welcome to come here if they go through the immigration process the way that it's set up and has been set up since my family came here in the early 1900s. That's the truth. Yeah. And this idea of letting these people flow across the border and come over here for any reason at all is unacceptable to me. Those people should all be sent to where they come from. 100%, that's my position. And I don't give, I don't have, I don't have a heart on this. Like you guys are bleeding hearts. Oh, you're so cruel. No. There's rules for a reason. And if you want a fucking country that isn't a shithole, you got to put someone in power who's going to enforce the fucking rules. It's real shit. Guys, chime in on this conversation. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Drop down in the comments, hashtag pull over fool. Yeah. And let me know what you think. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's keep this cruise going. We got headline number two. Bro, people don't have the stomach for what's going to be taken to correct what's going on. Like, no. dude, we're going to have to. They will, though. Yeah, because it's going to get real bad. They will. Like that shit happening in France, that's going to happen here, dude. Yeah, you guys don't it's understand. It's only that. a matter of time. All man. these people have to be collected and sent back to where they came from. Yeah. I'm not saying they should be treated poorly. Not bust to California, not bust no. to fucking New York. No. None of this political no. shit. They need to be out the fucking door, come back through the regular process, and we'll be glad to have you. Yeah. And that's not racist. Get the fuck out of here. I'm tired of your bullshit. It's America. It, it is. It's America. Bro, my point on these name calling, like, dude, this name, it doesn't work. Mm -mm. 
You're, you're, you're like this media attack, bro. You guys just gave me a fucking million extra people to do 75 hard. Yeah. Thank you. Because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> like it's over, dude. It's over. People are going to stand with the, pe- dude, do you think anybody would give a fuck what Donald Trump does? They're still going to support him, bro. And you could say it's a cult and you'd be accurate. It's a culture. Mm. And you know what the culture is? We're tired of the shit. That's the culture that he's created. We're tired of the shit. So you could get a video of Donald Trump taking a shit in a lady's fucking face and nobody would give two fucks. <laughs> That's real shit. Nobody would care. Yeah. Well, because we know the other option is a thousand times worse. And that's why. I'm just saying, bro. Like, this, the cult, you guys continue with this cancel shit. It ain't going to fucking work. It ain't going to work. They ain't got the numbers, man. If you don't have the facts to back up what you're saying and people are asking real questions <laughs> and you can't answer them, then you lost. That, that's where I take it. Yeah, real shit, man. Guys, let's keep this cruise going. We got headline number two. Headline number two reads, Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's former business partner, ignores questions while entering house hearing. They finally got him in. This is good. Today? Yeah, today. This is good. Yeah, I think they tried to arrest him or something yesterday. They did. Yeah. Yeah, so, so uh, well, there's a little nuance. There, there's a little something okay, I, It came from the media. Allegedly. Yeah, right. so I don't know. Yeah, so this is a Fox News article, guys, reading uh, Devin Archer, Hunter Biden's longtime friend and fellow Burisma board member, ignored questions from reporters while entering Monday's congressional hearing uh, where, is he, where he is expected to testify against the Biden family. Uh, Archer smiled as he was peppered with several questions upon entering the O'Neill House office building where he is expected to give closed-door testimony to the House Oversight Committee on President Biden's involvement with Hunter Biden's business dealings, including that he set in on over two dozen business calls with his son as vice president. Um, the Republican-led House Oversight Committee invited Archer to testify as he was sentenced last year to one year in prison for his role in a $60 million bond fraud involving various clients. Um, now, what you alluded to, um, apparently they sent out his arrest date or tried to send out his arrest date, right? So let's, let's dive into that part. Uh, so this uh, Daily Wire headline reads, uh, Comer hit DOJ over odd timing of letter requesting Hunter Biden's business partner report to prison. So he got a, you know arrested in quotes on paper, but they didn't actually have the, the, the start date of that sentence, right? Um, but they sent it out during a very weird time. And so this is, uh, this is a video of James Comer talking about that on Fox News. Uh, check this out. First, let me get to this breaking news. I have in my hand a letter from the Department of Justice that was sent to the Southern District of New York on Saturday. Uh, by the way, Devin Archer is testifying on Monday. Do you ever see, do you usually see the DOJ send letters like this out on a Saturday? Never. Never. This is the first time I've ever heard of the Department of Justice doing anything on a Saturday. So what is this letter? Can you walk us through it? Uh, The government is uh, apprising the court of the status of Devin Archer's appeal of his judgment of conviction. And they request. How how the fuck are you going to run a media company and put this woman on there to read shit? (laughs) I can barely fucking listen to this. No offense to her. She might be the smartest woman. I'm sure she's much smarter than me. But holy shit. That's going to be a purgatory, bro. You Dude. You know. <laughs> this ain't no different than listening to Rachel Maddow. Bro, it's, it's, it's bad. Like. It's bad. It's nasally. I think that's what's getting oh, Well, I'll try to make it through. Continue. <laughs> we only got a little bit left. All right. 
<laughs> that the court set a surrender date for the defendant to report to a facility. Uh, please walk us through what this right. letter says. Yeah, the letter from the Department of Justice is uh, trying to nudge the judge to go ahead and uh, sentence Devin Archer uh, for something unrelated to what we're going to be talking to him about tomorrow. Uh, it's odd that it was issued on a Saturday, and it's odd that it's right before he's scheduled to come in to uh, have an opportunity to speak in front of the House Oversight Committee and tell the American people the truth about what really went on with Burisma. So, you know, I don't know if this is a coincidence, Maria, or if this is another example of the weaponization of the Department of Justice, but I can tell you this. The lengths to which the Biden legal team has gone to try to intimidate our witnesses, to coordinate with the Department of Justice, and to certainly coordinate with the Democrats on the House Oversight Committee to encourage people not to cooperate with our investigation, to encourage banks not to turn over bank records, to encourage Treasury not to let us have access to those suspicious activity reports. It's very troubling, and I believe that uh, you know this is a another violation of the law. This is obstruction of justice. But nevertheless, we're going to continue to move forward and try to present the American people with the facts and the truth about uh, this president and his family. Yeah, so, and then, and then after that, the DOJ, they come back, they respond, they send another letter. Um, uh, in that letter, they said it's, uh, the government writes to follow up on its July 29, 2023 letter apprising the Court of Second Circuit's mandate affirming the judgment of conviction into this matter. The government understands that the defendant is scheduled to provide testimony tomorrow. To be clear, the government does not request and has never requested that the defendant surrender. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bullshit. Right. This is cover your ass. This is CYA. Yeah. And to me, this is just sloppy. Right, which which alludes yeah, to they, your they, point. They're falling apart, bro. Yeah, they're desperate, dude. They're starting to get super fucking sloppy yeah. with their moves, man. And to me, it's 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 a it's a good sign. They're they're caught, bro. Yeah, they're caught. Like this, this like is, this is this is Bill Clinton times. It's just it, oh, dude, it's not comparable. Bill <laughs> Bill Clinton got a fucking blowjob, right? Okay, this is we're not fucking talking about getting your fucking dick sucked. Yeah, we're talking about a motherfucker taking money so much reason and making decisions. In the interest of that money over the interests of us, the people who elected these people allegedly in, into power. Yeah. Like this is not, this is not getting a blowjob. Like this is not that. Mm. It's not comparable. No. And most people don't know that. Like people keep like I have I've seen I've talked to a few people about this issue, right? And they don't understand because like when you say the word, when you say the sentence, like, you know, he took money for policy decision. They don't understand what that means. How exactly that works. Yeah. They don't like well, and he was vice president at the time. Yeah, he was. Which furthermore that doesn't shows, allow you uh, immunity to the laws of this country. Well, not only that, bro. Like, okay, I'm VP right now. If I know that the plan, because all of the global elites are all tied in, if I know the plan is I'm going to be president one day, you give me money now, and when I get there, I got you. And what are we doing right now? Who did he take money from? He took money from Ukraine. What are we doing with Ukraine right now? Well, who else did he take money from? He also took money from China. What are we doing with China right now? They're hold allowed on, to do on, whatever on, they hold want. Hold on. What are we doing with China right now? Oh, we're, we're serving America up on a platter. We, we have open borders where thousands upon thousands upon thousands of military-age males, a large percentage of them, Chinese military-age mm -hmm. males. Alone with no families, no okay. wives. We depleted the, the oil reserves to the all-time low. Mm -hmm. We've sent our military equipment to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. we, we have overprinted currency to devalue people's buying power. We have firms like BlackRock buying up all the excess inventory so 
there's a manufactured uh, s- supply issue where it's driving the price up while people's buying power goes down. Mm-hmm. Okay, the average American citizen is paying $9,000 more per year today than they were in 2019, all right? We have crime in, in, the, in the cities going insane. We have racial division at an all-time perceived high. I don't think it's at an all-time high. They want it at a high, but I don't think it's there. I think people have woken up a little bit. We have all of these things. So, so, so you say, oh, well, you know, what are they doing? You know, that's normal for being this or politic, bro. Is it normal for the leader of, of, of America to put us intentionally in a vulnerable position to where we could liter- legitimately be conquered? Is that, is that, is that, is that acceptable as a president of the United States? Cause I feel like some people are just like, they don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Like, dude, we can't just manufacture military equipment and fucking snap our fingers. We don't have it. It's over there. You understand that? Oh, an intruder breaks in your house and you need a gun and your gun is at work and you forgot to bring it home. Guess what? You're fucked. And we're fucked right now and people don't even understand it. That's real shit. Yeah, right now we're just waiting on that rubber band to pop. Yeah. It's been stretched all the way back. The only thing keeping this country from being conquered is the fucking 2A. Mm-hmm. It's, it's oh, no, no, no doubt, yeah, right. no doubt. So, you know, why is this such a big deal? I don't know. It's this little thing called treason that back in the day they used to hang people for. Mm. You know, I don't know what the fuck people think, dude. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in disbelief that we're even here. Like, I'm in disbelief that our country's being dismantled and we're we're like sitting here watching it. Like, it's 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 surreal to me. All people have to do is not comply with anything they say. All you have to do is not get angry, not get outraged. Not, when they say jump, don't jump. When they say wear a fucking mask, you say fuck you. Actually, when they say jump, you fucking duck. Yeah. Like it needs to be the right. complete opposite. Yeah. Look at Jim Cramer. They got Jim Cramer on TV calling all these stack oh. plays and fucking the he joke is, on the joke on the internet is you do the opposite of what he says. Why would they put someone on TV to, and to that ever like do you really think that he has that bad of luck? Bro. It's day after day. Okay, so so he's up there. Uh, that motherfucker uh, needs to go to jail. Okay, listen, they all need to go, like for real. But I'm, I'm just, I just think about. The, I'm sorry. I just think about like you know the fucking sixty year old man that's like looking for stock advice, and he fucking turns on Kramer. Oh, sell this, get into the, buy this stock right now, and, and it goes up. People loses all right. of their fucking shit. That's right. Like that's fucked up shit. That's man. right. They're trying to avoid financial security for American citizens. And, and it's not like, it's, like you said, it's not just bad luck. It's not just one off. Like this shit's happening every fucking couple of days. With well, that for it to become the joke of the internet, it's probably consistently happening. I don't know his actual trade history or his results yeah. or his track record, but I'm according to most of the people that I fucking yeah. know that invest. It's not very good. Listen, if it's on a meme, it's pretty fucking true. <laughs> yeah, well, we all know that. There has to be some truth to humor or people wouldn't laugh. That's real, man. That's real shit. Real shit. But guys, tell us what you guys think. Jump in on this conversation. Let us know in the comments. Hashtag snitches. Bro, I, I, I really hope we get someone that's willing to do what needs to be done. Yeah. That yeah. is also like normal enough to not turn into like a fucking. Well, who knows the line? That's right. I mean, like, like, cause listen, like we're, Bro, we, we're we seeing all, right up to it. You know listen, what I'm dude, we're seeing a swing. We're seeing a swing to the right, which is already getting 
in my opinion, ridiculous. Like we're seeing a lot of like, and dude, we've always seen on the left. Left can call you whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. They can call you this or that or this. They can be racist towards you and it doesn't count. It's always been that way. And now I see it on the right. And I see a lot of people on the right generalizing and, and saying racist shit, thinking that they're doing something good or that because the, the momentum's over there and they get away with it, they're saying it. Like, that's not good either, bro. It's unregulated. Dude, listen. If we want a healthy country and we want a, an America that actually like represents what America's supposed to represent, we can't fall for the pendulum swinging the other way either. Like it has to be common sense and we have to have strong accountability for the people who keep allowing it to go back and forth, yeah. which is intentional, by the way, because both, both those people at those polar opposites are playing the same game together. You just don't know it. It's real shit, man. Guys, our third and final headline, headline number three. Headline number three reads, Rand Paul announces official criminal referral, says email shows Fauci COVID testimony absolutely a lie. Shocking. Shocking. Dude, this is crazy. So, so Senator Rand Paul out of Kentucky um, has announced an official criminal referral to the Department of Justice uh, with regard to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, Paul pointed to an email from February 2020 in which Fauci detailed a call with British medical researcher Jeremy Farr, who was director of the Wellcome uh, Trust at the time. According to Fauci, those on the task force call, including Francis Collins, former director of the National Human Genome Research Institute and other quote-unquote highly credible scientists with expertise and evolutionary biology expressed concern about the fact upon viewing the sequences of several isolates of the NCoV, there were mutations in the virus that would be most unusual to have evolved naturally in the bats and that there was a suspicion that this mutation was intentionally inserted. Here's the video of Rand Paul talking about uh, the situation on Fox News. Now, this was never about science. This was about the business of science. It was about the money. Follow the money trail. And you see millions of dollars exchanging hands in the first few months of 2020 to the people who came out and said, nothing to see here, couldn't have happened in the lab. But there's probably never been a cover-up in the history of all politics that was so completely documented that they were lying to us. Every one of their private emails says, oh my goodness, looks like it might have come from the lab. Oh my goodness, looks like it was manipulated. And this goes on and on and on. Even so much as to say the one lead virologist who's saying it's all kooky and conspiracy theory to say it came from the lab, he's saying in private, this is no conspiracy theory. This is not a fringe theory. In all likelihood, it could have come from the lab. But then in public, they print an article that Anthony Fauci commissions them. He basically says, you need to get this written up as soon as possible. He works on them to edit this. And when it is published, it says explicitly, this virus is not a laboratory construct. They None of them believed that they knew with certainty right. that it wasn't, but they thought it would harm the business of science and it would harm our relations with China. Yeah, so, you, so you got that. So this is good, right? Okay, Fauci's being criminally referred. Cool. But dude, did you see this shit in California? 
unassuming warehouse in California turns out to be a legal Chinese-run virus laboratory that was genetically engineering mice and experimenting with HIV, herpes, and malaria. Did you see that shit? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, just quickly, a central California city is reeling after a nondescript warehouse turned out to be an illicit lab replete with stored biohazards, including coronavirus, HIV, and malaria. If it were not for an errant hose sticking out of the back of the warehouse last spring, city officials would not have known that a shady biotech company with links to China had set up shop there, filling it with industrial freezers, hundreds of vials of pathogens, and about 1,000 dead and dying lab mice. Um, now, this took place, uh, I believe it was the city of Red- Reading. Let me see, get the actual name. Um, Reedley. In Reedley, California. Um, and then, so all of this weird, like, it's weird. There's always bursts of, like, things coming out at the same time about all of this thing. They're somehow all connected. But I wanted to, to talk about the study that also just came out um, that has been published on MedRex4, uh, um, which is sponsored by the BMJ, sponsored by Yale, Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory. Um, and the, the, the title of the study is Evidence for Aerosol Transfer of SARS-CoV-2 Specific Humoral Immunity. And basically, it's outlining things that we've talked about on the show. Um, Alex Jones have talked about it, that vaccine shedding is real. And not only is it real, that they know about it and they continue to lie to the American people. Um, And they concluded in this study, okay, that given these uh, observations, we hypothesized that droplet an aerosolized antibody transfer might occur between individuals, much like a droplet aerosolized virus particles can be exchanged by the same route. They basically found that vaccinated people, they can pass the antibodies that are coming from these vaccines through skin-to-skin contact and air particles through respiration, whether you're wearing a mask or not. And of course, Pfizer knew this. They knew this back in April of 2020. This is their own document mm-hmm. where they literally talk about exposure during pregnancy and breastfeeding, and they, they, they had it listed out in the studies mm-hmm. that it could happen. Even a male participant who is receiving the vaccine or has discontinued the vaccine exposes a female partner prior to or around the time of, con- uh, of conception. They knew about this shit. But what do they tell us? There was no evidence that COVID-19 vaccines is causes shedding. But I've also thought this was interesting, too. On the CDC's website, the most common myth that they have to address is vaccine shedding. That's off the CDC website. This is off the CDC website. This is the number one most common myth. And uh, vaccine shedding is the release of discharge of any of the vaccine components in or outside the body can only occur when a vaccine contains a live weakened version of the virus. Not our virus. Not our vaccine. Andy, what do we got on this? I mean, Fauci's one of those people that should be held accountable. I mean, you know, I, all of these people should be held accountable for what they did. It was crimes against humanity. And I said that all through COVID. I've said that up until now. And I'm going to continue to say that until everybody understands what just happened. And... <clears throat> It's fucked up because, and here's another thing. 
those people who, you know, how'd you feel? How, how'd you feel when you were standing up and saying, I'm not getting the vaccine during that time? During that time? I mean, how were those people treated? Oh, bro. By public. Bro. Right? We were, we were treated like shit. Yeah. We were Grandma treated like killers. less than human. There's tons and tons of clips of people saying ridiculously awful things. Like Jimmy Kimmel saying, oh, want an intensive care bed? You know, well, vaccine, come right in. No vaccine? Sorry. Rest in peace, Wheezy. All right. We had Howard Stern you know, saying, fuck these people. We had all these, all these big names and every fucking Hollywood talking head, every media outlet made the unvaccinated feel like, like they were the total, they were totally outcast from society. We had people on TV saying we should outcast these people from society. They should not be able to go to the store. They should not be able to go to restaurants. And there were restaurants and stores that you could not go to. That did it. Yeah. Okay. And now it's turned out that not only were the people against the vaccine correct, that it was potentially dangerous and didn't work, but we were also correct when we said that shit will shed onto people around these people. And so now we're in the reverse situation where unvaccinated people literally have a a scientific reason to stay the fuck away from vaccinated people legitimately. Yeah. We're going to see how it plays out. Well, dude, even if we go back. How do you how do you reconcile that as a human being? Real talk, like how I was I got destroyed every single day during that time, as did you, in public. Now we're being asked to have mercy for the people who could actually potentially give us that shit that we that we now know is harmful, that we now know wasn't effective, who also fucking attacked the shit out of us, and now we're 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 gonna we have to accept them. It's, very, it's, a very, it's a very weird situation. And I, I don't think the answer is to do what they did to us, to them. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, like, y'all that did that shit, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. You were all wrong. Y'all got lied to. Y'all played. You were all played against, each, against us. And we were just trying to help you. We're just trying to help you not ha- be in this situation that you're in now. Mm-hmm. You know what, the, what's eerie to me about this vaccine shedding shit, though, dude? Is like, guys, if you guys remember, like, like think back. Bro, the, they're trying to kill everybody. The interviews, the interviews with Fauci, um, the one lady who was the director of the CDC. Do you remember how confident they were saying that we will reach herd immunity? Do you remember yeah. how, how, like, bro, they were so confident. They were putting people in fucking jail in certain parts of the world for not taking the vaccine. And so now it makes me think, man, like, like I'm, I, I'm honestly, bro. Like, I kind of want to go get my blood checked to see if the fucking antibodies are in there. Like, well, I mean, we ain't around anybody ever that has it. How would you know? Well, I, mean, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how do we know? I didn't get it. Who the fuck you been around? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm just well, saying. Well, I'm just saying. Now, now, so here are the conversations that are yeah. going to start happening. Yeah. Are you fucking vaccinated? Yeah. Right. Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Right. And like, and bro, now that opens up a whole new fucking layer of division. I know. I know. I know. That's that's a problem. That's what I'm trying to point out. I'm not trying to point out that they should be exiled like they did to us. I'm trying to point out this puts us in a really weird position. And you motherfuckers who actually got this shit, shamed everybody, you better have some fucking grace and you should apologize for what the fuck you did. Because you were wrong and we were fucking right. Yeah, man. That's real shit. 
This dude belongs in public accountability, like I was talking about. Yeah. Okay. And if you want, like, look, do you want to really talk about it? We'll really talk. Let's really talk about it. They're trying to kill us. Okay. They're not trying to kill a certain segment of society. They're trying to kill everybody that ain't them. All right. The first, first of all, they tricked you. This is my opinion and speculation. They tricked you into getting this vaccine. They tricked you into shutting down your business so they could take your money. They tricked you into begging for a stimulus, even knowing that it would fuck you later. But all this shit's intentional. All right. They knew that the shedding was happening. So they knew that they were going to reach the people that didn't even want the vaccine anyway. Mm -hmm. They knew this. All right. Now, the question that we should all be asking is why? And here's why I think why. These people have been talking about the population being a problem for two decades. There's plenty of video of all of these people, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, Kamala, the heads of, the heads of all of these financial places, all of them talking about depopulation, okay? Now, when they talk about depopulation, everybody assumes that they're talking about someone else. But if they would assume that they're talking about them, they would feel differently about the discussion of depopulation. And so people didn't really raise an eyebrow. But now, you know, let's look at what's happened. You were tricked into giving up your money. You were tricked into taking a medication that was actually harmful, that didn't do what they told you it was going to do. You were also then tricked into taking something that would spread to the people who didn't take it. All right. You had the emergence of AI, right? Uh, not even a year ago as a commercial product. And it's getting better and better and better exponentially. All right. And what happens when they merge AI with robotics? What happens when, because people like to say, can't do blue collar jobs. The answer is they can't do blue collar jobs yet. yet. Mm. And so now you have the situation where this is starting and it's already moving into agriculture. There's already self-driving tractors and all of these things. People don't understand this. And they're going to come to a place in time where AI and robotics combine to be able to produce whatever they need produced and also to police whoever they need to police and military whoever they need to military. All right. And when that time comes, do you think that they need these people on the internet who have pink hair and are 200 pounds overweight and who's screaming about pronouns? Do you think they want? The American patriot who believes in humanity and citizenship and the neighbors to the left and the right of them. Do you think they want those people? They don't want those people. Those people represent the resistance. That's their, that's their contention point to getting what they want. Because what they want is the entire world to themselves. They want exactly what they're telling us they want. Yeah, they want the people to, who, who have been staying silent for the last three years. That's, that's who they want. They, they want all of it to themselves. They want all of us to go and they want all of it to themselves. And everybody hears that and they think, not me, no, you two and your kids and your sister and your parents and everybody you've ever fucking known. Okay, that's it. And that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a real agenda that they talk about openly that people are in denial about called the depopulation agenda. And when I look at what they did with COVID, I see this as just the acceleration. I think, in my, if I had to guess, that we are not even seeing the tip of the iceberg of the vaccine issues. 
We're not even seeing the beginning of what could potentially be. It's only been a year and a half. What happens in five years? What happens in 10 years? What happens when all those people who took the vaccine can't reproduce? What happens when all those people who know people that took the vaccine can't reproduce? Doesn't, isn't one of the biggest problems, didn't it say in the article here that the vaccine uh, particles find themselves in the ovaries at high concentrations? So if they're using this to sterilize people and then it jumps from people to people to sterilize them, and then they're combining AI with robotics to solve the problems that they need, what do they need us for? And we're over here fighting about melanin in our skin or whether or not someone's an anti-Semitic person because they question the people doing these things. Right. Right? Like, what are we talking about? Like, the human being, the human species is in danger, in my opinion. And it may not be in danger, like, from what you can see today, but in a very short time, we could easily be there. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe I am paranoid. And maybe I am being an alarmist. But I don't think I am. This is what I can observe. And we have to get to a point where we can have hard conversations about what's really going on in order to fix what's going on. Because if we continue to fight and call each other these names and tear each other down and fuck each other up on social media because we want likes, clicks, shares, and all this shit, we're going to end up with nothing. That's real, that's real talk, man. You know, there's ethical duties to think about these things. There's an ethical duty to talk about these things with your friends. There's an ethical duty to not support the companies that are promoting this shit. Like AI, in my opinion, should be completely rejected, dude. Like completely, completely. And they're doing exactly what I told you they would do. They would bring it in and they would push it in through the business class and entrepreneurs first because people are so greedy, they cannot fucking help it. There needs to, I don't know what the solution is either. It needs to be some sort of pact amongst all human beings, kind of like how they handle nuclear weapons to regulate it. And I, like, dude, I don't think they're gonna. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think people are, I don't think people are understanding what the fuck is actually happening. I think people are just too busy. Too distracted. Dude, even the people that care, they're too busy getting attention to like actually think about what they're doing and understand what the solution is. The solution is not the tearing down of all these other people. It's not calling each other names. It's not attacking each other because we're different. It's all the good people, no matter what, the whites, the blacks, the Jews, fucking whatever else, the Native Americans, you know, wherever else, uh, fucking Russians, Chinese, all the citizens of the human race should be on this right now, in my opinion. And they should be looking past petty differences because we have a problem in the world where globally there's about a few thousand people really fucking it up for everybody else. And that's real shit. And so when I look at what's happening with this vaccine, I don't look at it as an oops. I don't look at it as a, I, I, think, I, think, I think you guys who think it was an accident, because that's what the next thing's going to be. The next thing's going to be it was an accident. It was an actual lab leak. It was research we were doing, but it was an accident. It wasn't an accident. If you listen to me, I want you all to listen to me. If you were at the point where you had to maintain your position of power and you knew that if you didn't, that you were going to legitimately get your head cut off, 
legitimately. What would you be willing to do to maintain your position of power? I love it. And that's where we're at. And that's what people fail to realize. And that's the problem we have. There's zero chance, in my opinion, that quote unquote Republicans can win the 2024 election. They will not fucking allow it. It will not happen. I don't know how they'll do it. I think they're going to, I personally, if I'm guessing, I believe they're going to unleash another virus because they ran the same play with COVID. They ran the event 201 and then they just ran this, uh, this other one back in the winter time. It was December, it was uh, November, November, December, January. Yeah. Forgot what it was called. But the same people ran another pandemic exercise for a virus that targeted children that killed people's children. Now, if they were to unleash, now, now the evidence is showing that this virus of COVID was man-made and was quote-unquote accidentally released. That's what is showing. It's not what the media is reporting, but that's what the evidence is showing so far. Now, if they were, so that means they have the capability to release it. So if they were to release a new virus that actually killed children, who would be caught up in the outrage? Who would be, who would be, the, who would be the reason that, that that's happening? Who would be it? It would be people like me and you and all the people who stood up the first time against the bullshit. And then they would say, see, this is the danger of this kind of rhetoric. We have to do something with these people. And then they will begin to fucking remove those people from society. That's what I think they're going to do. That's my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we, I hope we have enough brave people in our military and in Washington to handle this problem before it becomes this problem. But that's what I see coming down the pipe. And I think they're going to throw a serving a war on top of it and as much racial division as possible. And, uh, and I think they're going to do anything possible, bro. Anything they can do. And I don't think, I don't think people understand that. Says 25 is spreading within 50 countries. The total That's number right. of cases Serious. to date is estimated at 100,000, with over 1,300 deaths. Many of the dead are children. Our goal today is to highlight some of the specific challenges that we as a global community can face in a future pandemic. Catastrophic contagion is a policy-focused tabletop aimed at national leaders. The scenario is meant to represent the types of challenges that we may face and not uh, be a prediction of any specific event. So our scenario, which is set in 2025. On, not be a prediction of any specific event. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't just fucking do this. That, listen, these people are telling, this is what they're going to do. Are we going to play the whole video in here? That's right, Paul. I don't care. We can link it to the website. They can find it there too. I mean, play it supposes that an international network called the Pandemic Corps has been established in collaboration with WHO and with participation by many countries. And with that, the exercise begins. I want to thank you all for coming on short notice. As you know, the World Health Organization is receiving urgent requests 
for guidance regarding the new enterovirus outbreak in Latin America. Early projections suggest that a severe pandemic is possible if the epidemic is not quickly contained. A newly developed PCR-based diagnostic is already in use at national public health laboratories in both countries under emergency authorization. Stop it. But testing capacity remains. So PCR test has been shown to be highly inaccurate. And actually, uh, it's been shown in a couple different uh, bits of data that we've covered on the show that they were overestimating the, not only just the cases, but the actual deaths from COVID. Okay. So they're going to use, the same, use the same fucking thing. Okay. All right. So I just want to point that out. Yeah, make sure we're tracking. That's that. how they got the ticker to go. Yeah. All that right. Number they kept playing to you guys yes. on CNN every fucking day. That's it. Severely limited. Because community transmission is currently limited to these two countries, some experts believe containment is still possible. So the question for our first discussion here in this group is should WHO recommend countries implement robust travel restrictions for Nueva Esperanza and San Rafael? And should WHO recommend closing schools in the affected areas of those countries? Recommended measures uh, should be driven by scientific evidence. So whatever needs to be done needs to be done in a way that can be done quickly but sustained. GNN will continue to follow the emerging health crisis. Sears 25 is now confirmed in 14 countries with more than 8,700 confirmed cases and 155 deaths reported worldwide. The Pandemic Corps believes that there may still be a window of opportunity before Sears 25 becomes a pandemic. Should WHO recommend to countries that they voluntarily send public health specialists and responders to those countries most in need. Action needs to be taken at country level and that needs to be enabled through a concerted global response that needs to massively scale up. There should be additional responders, but that should be combined with training of local people on scale. Plausibility of containment is very low. This is unfolding, it's evolving. So while it's Latin America focused heavily, we shouldn't forget the wider Listen, I think it's important for people to understand what they're watching. You're watching people act out. They're acting out a fictional exercise. They're acting it out for you to see so that they can practice what, how they're going to handle this. It's no different than like, you know, we're new actors going to a fucking a, a, a script reading fucking meeting. These people are like, if you can't see this shit on, if you're listening on audio, these people are wearing masks. They're like, this is insane. This is insane shit. Yeah. And this one's supposed to be targeting kids. Yeah. You know, and, and it's crazy because if you go back and look at event 201 and you watch the same video, it was the same exact thing. Like, I mean, they had all like the, that, that same graphic of COVID that everybody sees that that was in event 201. It's exactly what they fucking used. Right. Like. Yeah, let's keep watching. It's crazy shit, man. A picture, expanding the tools, making them available and having a better sense of what's really going on elsewhere. But in San Rafael in particular, where we've got a problem, it's a political leadership problem as well. There is no substitute for political leadership. There is no substitute for national leadership. A rapid assessment that determines what kind of workers the country needs, health workers the country needs, is very important. It is likely that, especially San Rafael, the health system is overloaded. 
with other diseases as well. And so the importance of health workers is to help the country deal with existing. The healthcare problems. system is overloaded. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Okay, keep going. Problems as well. I think there's still a chance to try to contain it at source. All right, stop. So do you think this time around that the nurses are going to do TikToks when they're overwhelmed? Right. Are we going to see a gazillion TikTok dances? Andy, again, have, do you think that'll happen again? They have breaks too, Andy. Okay, I was just curious. Like, is that what we're gonna do? We're gonna, we're gonna. Is that, is that? Can we expect that? Is that in the, is that in the video? Yep. Good afternoon, everyone. We have reconvened this committee in the setting of a substantially worsening pandemic. The Director General is seeking your input on what WHO should recommend regarding misinformation and disinformation oh, man. that is now resulting in the deaths of many around the world. Many public health leaders are saying that misinformation about the potential vaccines on social media is undercutting trust in authorities and complicating Stop. their efforts to respond to the disease. What are we going to do with those people? Man, misinformation, disinformation. What are we going to do with those people? Keep going. Well, let's see what they say. <laughs> Political leaders in San Rafael have not denounced the rumor. Should WHO take a position on this issue? Should WHO recommend that countries implement any of these aggressive actions or others to try to stem the spread of either mis or disinformation? How far should governments be advised to go to try to handle this problem? The WHO should be the repository of information, but not the executor of decisions about what should happen at a local level. Government should take responsibility. The government need to say the truth to the population first. What I would recommend WHO, as others say, is to, you know, counteract with facts, providing the facts based on the evidence, the, the anthropology, the epidemiology of the disease we're dealing with. It is important to say, we don't know. This is what we think. Today is March 20th. Okay, so those people basically just said in not as many words that it's the same people's fault who stood up against the vaccine the first go round that all these people are dying, which is exactly what I said fucking 10 minutes ago. I haven't seen this video before. Yeah, it's crazy. And by the way, the woman says the WHO shouldn't tell governments what to do. The government should do what they think they need to do. What do you think that means? The aggressive actions? What Whatever's do you think necessary. that means? That's what they said. Yeah. Two months since the last meeting. The Sears 25 pandemic has been ongoing for more than six months now. This is the fourth meeting of the Emergency Advisory Board. GNN's Hassan Kamara gets us up to speed with the latest news. Nick, experts tell us many countries with scarce health care and public health resources are facing tremendous challenges just providing basic health care and public health functions. Today, we will focus oh, on quick, the... Did he look AI to you? I, I, no, but he definitely was selling something. Yeah. That's how you talk when you sell shit. That's not how you talk when you're reporting on a tragic situation. Like, he just... There was a award for good acting on TV. That motherfucker wouldn't get it. Oh, you wouldn't get it. <laughs> Experts tell us many countries with scarce health care and public health resources are facing tremendous challenges 
just providing basic health care and public health. Andy. DJ. <laughs> Damn. Do you understand what I'm saying? Andy, the reports are significant. People are going to die <laughs> if you don't stay home. Take our medicine. <laughs> Functions. Today, we will focus on the antiviral Extranivir, which has demonstrated efficacy as a treatment for Sears 25. So here are two options for discussion today. The first option would prioritize countries that are in greatest need. The other option would allocate resources to countries with the necessary infrastructure already in place in order to make immediate use of the drug. Guided by the epidemiological situation in different countries rather than the capacity to purchase. Globally, I think it also needs to spend energy on convening the partners, the international partners, to ensure that option two countries are option one countries, right? So I think it's absolutely paramount that the countries who have the greatest need also have the infrastructure to administer it. We need a, a strong international health organization. It's power, more power of coordination. It's been a year since the Sears 25 pandemic started. As of today, there have been an estimated 1 billion cases worldwide, with more than 20 million deaths, including nearly 15 million children. Countless millions are alive, but left with paralysis or brain damage. Victims and their families are facing extremely uncertain futures. After SARS, MERS, Zika, Ebola, and COVID, governments were not better prepared. As enterovirus E5 sweeps the globe, some countries have done better than others in controlling its spread. The most successful countries are those which invested in preparedness and trained for this moment years in advance. This included having full-time pandemic preparedness and response teams, which conducted detailed operational planning and routinely tested those plans through exercises and drills. Leaders of these national-level professional teams were networked with each other in the Global Pandemic Core. Through this Pandemic Core network, public health leaders were able to collaborate in advance, share, and come to consensus around the best available scientific research and policy guidance, and therefore respond in more uniform ways in their respective countries. This is what's going to happen if they're not held accountable. They're telling you what they're going to do. And if you think they aren't willing to release something that actually kills people and kills your kids, which is apparently what they have planned, if you go back and deduce from history and the way it's played out, if you think that they're not capable or won't do that, you don't understand how they see you. They don't see you as one of them. And we're going to need... I don't know what we're going to need to, to stop this from happening because like, bro, they're already in the position to do it. They could do it today. They could do it tomorrow. They could do it next week. They could have already you know, done it. They could do whatever the fuck they want yeah. Yeah. because this biolab shit has been allowed to fucking go on. It's crazy, man. Guys, tell us what you guys think. Let us know in the comments. With that being said, I can promise you this. They're going to blame. They're going to blame everybody. It doesn't matter if it's 90% of the population. That's what you don't understand. All the people right now who know that COVID's bullshit, like the people who took the shit and, and the people who didn't, both mm -hmm. of them. Anybody who stands against that this time, they're going to they're gonna consider 
the threat level and they're going to handle it because people will actually be dying. Dying. That means camps. It, it, it means everything that all the quote unquote conspiracy theory people have been talking about. We're being walked right into it. Yeah. Guys, it's time for our final segment of the show, as always. Thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we bring a headline up. We talk about it, go through it. It'll get one of those two options. And so with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, man who spent $14,000 to be a collie dog bites back at online sex trolls. I saw a picture of this. It actually did look like a dog. <laughs> like I was trying to figure out how he was in that suit. Like what the fuck is like how how is he in there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was weird. <laughs> so uh, the article reads he wasn't going to roll over for trolls. <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese man who spent a fortune transforming himself into a dog is hitting back at haters who claim he should go to therapy after he took his first ever walk in public last week. Uh, the canine cosplayer named Toko-san first made headlines several years ago after dropping more than $14,000 on a hyper-realistic collie suit so he could realize his lifelong dream of becoming man's best friend. Since then, the human pu uh, pooch has become a sensation on YouTube uh, where he posts under, I want to be an animal. After uploading videos of himself masquerading as Lassie, uh, the aspiring herding dog could be seen parading around busy streets, performing tricks, and even interacting with other dogs as astonished onlookers ooh and odd. Despite seemingly more comfortable in a sheep's dog clothing, Toko-san uh, said he was, quote, nervous and scared of venturing out in public. Needless to say, many online gawkers didn't take too kindly to his canine coming out party. Uh, with many taking to the Jap Japanese social media platform X to shame him. Uh, here is a video of, uh, of, of Little Lassie. Is that Twitter? Yes. Okay. I don't know if we were actually doing this. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, okay. I are we? I don't know. Yeah. So when you say X, that means Twitter? That means Twitter, oh, yeah. I got it. Great yeah. branding. Yeah. <laughs> got to fucking ask about it. <laughs> Bro, come on. It's all fun and games that a pit bull comes around and wants that booty. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, I'm just I'm I'm sick of it. I I I don't I I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. This is why they're going to kill us all. <laughs> it's real truth. Bro. It's a mental illness. It, it, it's fucking mental illness. Yeah, well, some people said, uh, th this person says, quote, men will literally spend $20,000 to transform into a border collie instead of going to therapy. Yeah, well, they say that about starting podcasts, too. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody, another person said a Japanese man spent over 20K for this border collie costume. You cannot convince me this isn't some weird sex thing. Um, 
Yeah, he, he he responded back saying that this is my hobby, so I will carry on. It makes me happy and other people happy too. Um, yeah, I do. I mean, if we're being real, like, okay, I got two perspectives here. My, okay. We just talked about how these fucking assholes are going to kill us. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Right. So I'm really like more worried about that than this. Mm-hmm. So that's probably affecting my response to this. Okay. Um, Noted. But it doesn't seem like he's hurting anybody. But like real talk, and, and like I don't really give a fuck if you're not hurting anybody. I really don't. Um, I'm not gonna hate on the dude, but this is weird, and <laughs> and it's my opinion that I think it's weird, and you know, <clears throat> I would love to just like keep it light, but uh, you know, we have real shit happening in the world, and like seeing the da- like we're witnessing the downfall of humanity. Like we're witnessing it. It's happening in front of our face. You know, when, when TikTok's biggest trend is that it's people like doing that NPC shit for Mm -hmm, money mm -hmm. and child pornography is like a massive fucking issue and child trafficking is a massive issue inside the United States and, and globally for that matter. And we see the amount of hate division and just crazy shit. Like dude, it's, it's, it's not normal to cut off your fucking dick. It's not normal to, to change from one gender to another. That's not, and, and, it's, and, and you get attacked for saying that. It's the truth. Yeah. It's not fucking normal. It's not normal. And it's not and like. If it was normal, we wouldn't have to normalize No, it's that. not normal that grown men shake their fucking balls dressed up as women in front of kids and shit. Like this is. We're witnessing the downfall of fucking humanity, like right in front of our faces. And I think it's so bad that people are just like, what the fuck am I going to do? Fuck it. Yeah. And it, it, you know, this shit has to be called out for what it is. We have to start having real conversations. We have to start pointing at the people who are actually doing this weird shit and, and, and making us force feeding it to us. And, I, dude, I don't know. Like real talk, like where I'm at, like right this second, you know, I I don't feel hopeful. You know what I'm saying? And that's just being honest. Yeah. You know, I've come on here every day for the last number of years trying to get people to wake up and get people to understand what's going on and ask you guys to share the messages and share the shows and have the hard conversations. And not enough people have done that. They just haven't because the message ain't out and people ain't awake. They might be a little bit awake, but they're not where it need to be to stop what's going to happen. And that should terrify everybody because these people, like I said, if you're facing ultimate accountability for things that you have done to society, what would you not be willing to do to maintain your power? And I think the answer is you'd be willing to do fucking anything. And we've given these people power because we allowed ourselves to be divided over stupid issues like race and arguing over things that are just common sense, bro. Like, like I'm not some extremist. I'm a normal dude from like fucking 2004. You know what I'm saying? Like it's disappointing, man. And you know, I've tried and 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 fucking sacrificed a lot personally to even try to get the message out and nobody, no, like, yeah, people, yeah, the show's growing. Yeah. People are taking it, but like, 
it ain't been enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's very, it's very, dis, it's very disheartening. It's just, you know, like what the fuck are we doing as human beings? What are we doing? You allow all your leaders to be picked apart by cancel culture and, and you don't stand up for them. You know what I'm saying? They come, af- they come after f- people for speaking the truth or asking questions and you guys roll over and you just, you fucking, you get quiet and you don't say shit. You let these teachers do this weird shit to your kids at school by reading them sex books when they're fucking three and four and five and six years old when that, that's not normal. You don't say anything. You don't go to the meetings. You don't do anything. Like, bro, real talk, like, we deserve what's coming. That's real shit. Maybe not you. Maybe not me. Maybe not some of these people listening. But we collectively. We didn't act when there was fucking time to act. We didn't do the right thing when it was time to do the right thing. And now we're going to suffer the consequences, unfortunately. And that fucking scares the shit out of me. And it may not scare you. You may think, oh, he's alarmist. He's fucking doing this for clicks. Bro, I want to tell you right now, I'd much rather not be fucking known. I'd much rather be a private human being. I would much rather not do this show. I would much rather just live my life. I got a pretty nice life that I fucking paid a lot for. It took me a long time to build. And I would rather just do that than this. And I just don't, I just feel demoralized because I feel like people have, I know because I see the data of the numbers. I know that there's fucking millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of downloads of the show a month over the course of audio platforms and now with YouTube and adding, right? And where's, where, where, where is everybody? Where is everybody? You know, this, is, this comes down to individual responsibility in your community. And, and dude, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I'd love to sit here and pretend like I feel optimistic, but I don't. And I don't feel like, I feel like we could win. I feel like we could get this country back, but I feel like what it's going to take needs to happen so fucking fast and be so fucking big and powerful that it stops this shit. And like, you know, bro, there's a ton of world leaders that understand what's going on. They're not doing anything either. You know why? They're with it. Because they made the cut, bro. They made the cut. You and me and everybody else, we didn't make the cut. We just don't know it yet. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.